Welcome to episode number four, Is the Grass Greener? This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the Rotated Views Podcast. I'm Jimmy Lee Velez, your host. I'm here with Gabe, Goose, and Heck. And today's theme is, is the grass greener? And I'm going to start out, as usual, uh, with a quick story. There was a little girl who looked out the window from her bedroom and noticed a golden home in the far distance. It was glowing among all other houses. She imagined it to be gorgeous inside, so she quickly asked her mother if she can visit this glittering estate. Her mother told her she was not old enough to make the trip by herself, and as there was, it was dangerously too far, and her mom didn't have time to take her. Days, even years, passed by, and the little girl looked out of her window, yearning to experience visiting this glorious golden home. Finally, one day, years later, she had the guts to ask her mother about visiting the golden house. After a few warnings, her mother agreed and allowed her to experience the pilgrimage. The little girl grabbed her bike in full excitement and embarked on a journey to visiting the golden home. As she was riding her bike, she couldn't believe the day was finally here, her childhood dream come true. As she approached the home, she noticed something odd. The house was glowing, but it was very small in size and really appeared to be just a shack. Then her heart dropped as she realized it was an abandoned shack. The one side of the shack had a wall of mirrors. The mirrors on the shack were reflecting the glow of the sun. Extremely disappointed, this girl realizes all these years this golden home was really an abandoned shack with mirrors on it. She turns around to go home and notices the sun setting on her house sitting at the top of the mountain. She realizes how beautiful her own home is and how fortunate she is to have such an amazing place to reside at. The little girl rides back home with a beaming, much more appreciative golden smile so there you have it that's the you know the grass is greener kind of story which is kind of funny i actually read that uh somewhere and um i kind of expanded on it because it was it was um it was a much longer uh version of that story but it's interesting because i actually think that's a perfect way to describe the grass is greener right we make all these assumptions of how great and quote-unquote glorious something is in our minds and this little girl here she is thinking it's this golden house and uh she goes and it's just an abandoned shack with mirrors on it i mean how funny i well i how, how ironic and kind of funny that is kind of sad because it you know crushed her dreams but yeah that's i guess that's the basics of grass is always green is that the thought of something is always it's always better than the reality of it Absolutely. I think we even do this too. I mean, when we have like an idle pass or something like that, it's like later on they're 10 times more glorified and then you start because there's nothing to interfere. There's no imperfection to interfere with that, that your memory is so perfect that it's almost like you put them now on this new pedestal that they weren't on when they were here alive and thriving. But all you remember is just all these great moments and all of a sudden they're larger than life for some odd reason. It, it, it even goes to the, you know, the value of them goes up even, you know, when 
in like in sports, if someone were to you know pass away or something, if you have like this guy's jersey or his playing card or something, the value of it skyrockets. Oh, absolutely, right? I, I just think that's that that is kind of crazy that we we put these. Uh, beliefs and thoughts on things. Yeah, because even like they always say, like especially going off the the idol thing, is that they always say never meet your idols because it's usually never it never lives up to what you expect. Exactly. Yeah, how, how many times you've seen that where you know you see this little kid, he's like, oh look, there's, there's a the famous skater, and they go up to him and he's like, totally ignores him, doesn't even want to sign a skateboard or you know like right. stuff like that. And the little kid's yeah. like, oh, they're trying to charge out. you for it. Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You have ten bucks, yeah. but no, it's true though. <laughs> well, the other thing too, you also have to put you know give credit to when we're talking about human beings they're they they're probably exhausted they're tired they've been shaking everyone's hands and it kind of stinks because they can't have that intimate you know a uh, greeting with every single people if there's thousands of folks in line right i mean so th- that is kind of tough but still at the same time man we blow things up in our minds i think that they even say that even goes along with the lines of uh fear Right. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's a not, it's not true. It's like kind of like we made this thing up. We haven't even experienced uh, certain things. You know, as a kid, you're scared of the boogeyman underneath your bed. Yeah. Right. And, it, and it's just this explosive thought that's in our minds. Yeah. Cause it's the opposite of like the, like you said, the fear part of it. It's like you're building something so much in a positive way that when that doesn't come true, it, it deflates you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, has it, hasn't this happened kind of to you? Or they say this happens to when you get, uh, when you reach, not to put a damper on people trying to attain goals or anything, but they say sometimes when you reach, uh, let's say, when it's materialistic, I should say, you've been, you know, all these years wanting a specific car or a watch, and then when you finally get it, you're like, uh, it's just this four wheels with a stick shift, yeah, it you know? Yeah, actually all becomes, like, the same thing, like, having, like, a my first car, what, 81 Toyota Corolla, and now having, like, more of a higher-end car, it's exciting the first day or two, then it just goes away and you start realizing it's just a car. It gets you from point right. A to point B and it's like nothing that like... But in your mind, when you didn't have that car, that's all you wanted. Yeah, you thought you were the man. You thought that's like, that's all I wanted. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. People are going to look at me. People are going to... And it's just like not even exactly like, like it was. Like like what uh-huh. I en- envisioned and like what I imagined. And Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. And on top of that, there's pockets of excitement like you know like a saturday afternoon you clean the car it's all fresh and yeah you have those pockets of uh, oh man i'm so glad i got this yeah you know go downtown go to a restaurant or something like that but it's true it's not like the every day when you don't have it you think about that thing every day yeah so when you have it it's kind of just like same thing like with uh with watches you have like a high-end watch you rock and you get just as many compliments as a regular lower like a hundred dollar watch that you would with like a higher like and watch yeah it's all like the hype on, on i gotta have this like well for me i'm that type of person i like i want it i want it so i strive for it i get it and all of a sudden like after a while the hype fades away and it's just right. like the same old thing exactly and it's like it's the idea of oh something shiny and brand new that like you know after a while is just normal so yeah, it's like it's, yeah. it's that that the and all that shiny stuff fades away it, just exactly. like everything else or an, the other thing for me was like, um, I know one of my goals was I could not wait to get a house. Okay, I want a house. I need a house. Like, I want to have my own, you know, place, my own resident, whatever. And there was a specific house that I wanted. The thing with first-time home buyers will quickly realize is the investment is one thing. So, obviously, you have, like, your mortgage and stuff. I'm not even talking about that. I was asking for this house, right? But... When, 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 I guess when we're dream building or we got to be more specific because I got this house, but I ended up getting a fixer upper because that was, you know, in our range. 
But then you started like, man, this is what I wanted every single day after work. I was coming here, spackling, putting up drywall, yeah, yeah. taking out, you know, demo and all this stuff. And it's like, this is what I was dying to have. Not to say that I'm not being appreciative or anything, but it's funny. Like the instant the reality hits, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I have it. The keys are in my hands and you're all excited. And, you know, we go celebrate and you come back and the next day it's like, all right, well, there's work has to be done before we even move into this place. More of an investment comes in. And I think the first time we paid, or like our first month we paid, we weren't even in the house yet. So then that's what it really meant. All right, that's it. We're paying. We're moving in. I mean, but it's funny because I think it was just that initial thing. Now that everything for us is fixed... Now, now it makes sense to me. Like, yeah, this is this is what I want. I enjoy yeah, my house now. But it was like that initial sting. It was like, oh man, that's what you asked for, bud. That's what you got. Be careful what you ask yeah. for. Yeah. That little girl, man, driving down to her dream home, right? The golden home, and all it was was the reflection of the sun hitting a bunch of little mirrors, and it was a shack. Yeah. You talk about that's depressing, dude. You live this up. She was asking her mom since she was a little girl to go see this thing, and what the story made me think was like the mom knew. But maybe yeah. she wasn't ready to learn that lesson just yet, so she kind of held her off. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, the grass is always greener. The grass is greener. But I, I don't think she's ready for all that, for her little heart to get crushed. So yeah. she allowed this, I guess, dream or image of, quote, unquote, the golden house, you know, build up as we do with, you know, many things that we want in life. Do you guys, is, is there anything like being a parent uh, have your kids or being a kid, you know, asking your mom, uh, or your dad, whatever your 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 guardian, uh, asking for things that their friends have, or or wanting to live with their friends because they think it's better, or it's it's better than what they have at the moment. On a like somewhat different level, like like I like well, I was always growing up like like for summertime, like one of my mom's friends like babysat us. Like me growing up, I was a Nintendo kid, and he yeah. was like the Sega kid. So like we yeah. always we always brought like video games over, but like since I didn't have the Sega. I always wanted to play like Sonic and all the games he had, and he was always like he hogged it anyway because it was obviously his. <laughs> but yeah, that was always like I always liked that. But it was, like even going back now, like since I am like, still a gamer to today, it's like going back. Some of those games were terrible at this point, right. but it's like just the fact that I didn't have it. It was like oh, I, I always wanted to play those games just because I didn't own them. Right. I know for me, uh, growing up, there's a couple people that I knew who were um, they were the only child, right? So, and in my mind, I'm like, man, they get all the attention. They get, mm-hmm. the Christmas has to be crazy. Like, all this stuff, I built the same thing. I'm like, why, you know, why wasn't I an only child, man? And meanwhile, first of all, I got spoiled as a kid. Well, for the most part, I got, I was a baby. I was four years later after heck. So, you know, I was still kind of, you know, in my own little uh, world, per se. But, you know, these people, when you have, after you talk to them, they're like, yeah, well, you had someone to hang out with all the time. I didn't. You know, you got to have those pillow fights late night. You got to play against someone when it came to video games or whatever. You didn't just open up your presence, you know, solo and by yourself or whatever. When you were ticked off at your parents or whatever, you didn't have no one to talk to. And they're saying all these things. I'm like, well, I'm glad I have brothers. And brothers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. got that perspective. Meanwhile, on the other hand, though, they're saying, oh, well, I wish I had brothers or siblings or whatever. Somebody to share this experience yeah. with or yeah. always have somebody just around to be with you. Yeah, I mean, I, all of us had siblings. So there's, I wish we had someone here that, uh, that, <laughs> that could speak that. for like the only child thing. And obviously there's, you know, like, you know, huge benefits or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's not to take away from anyone's 
um, childhood. It is, you know, what it is, and that's our experiences. And I feel like that's what it's meant to be anyway. And it develops the people that we are today. Um, that's what you learn from. Like, absolutely, you know. it's great. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, you know, as a kid, for some reason, I wanted to see, you know, what was it like to be an only child? I don't know why, but so do you guys think focusing on things we don't have? Are you setting yourself up for failure? Because uh, sometimes we're. I guess the sentiment really is the grass is never greener because we've worked it out so much, which I'm kind of in between. Sometimes the grass might be greener, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what you have to you know, strive for all the time, where to me, that's being kind of like an ungrateful person. And I once heard if the grass is greener, dude, throw seeds down on your lawn, right? Mm-hmm. Make your grass greener, right? Go after for whatever it is that you want. Make it happen in your life instead of constantly wanting uh, someone else's life. So I don't know if it's necessarily setting yourself up for failure or a recipe for disaster, but I kind of do understand the question in the sense that your expectations of something are far different from reality. Yeah, because I was thinking it was, it kind of breeds a mentality of like discontent where you're always striving for something else. Like, like the always that new and better thing, which is like, you know, that's where like leasing your car and stuff comes into play. It was like one of my family members does that. Like they used to always get brand new cars every, every couple of years. And it's like, they always needed the brand new car, brand new car. And it's like, yeah. so even when they bought a car, they, st- they still had that same mentality. Yeah. So they wound up, you know, adding on to more of the car payment also because they're still used to the lease and oh, I'm sick of this car now. So I have to turn it in. But then you start piling more and more stuff on top of it. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. Uh, when it comes to the cell phones, I think every year I have to go out and get a new phone for whatever reason. Cause it's the same same old nonsense. A phone's a phone. You can get online. You can do whatever you got to do with it. But it's just, you know, the number. Okay, so you get the six, you get the seven, you get the eight, get the nine, get the ten. Like, what, what's the difference? And I and after that, I, I get fed up with the phone after the six months. And it's like, wow. Now you gotta I just went out, out of my way to get the latest and greatest. And now I'm sick of it within six months. So now I got to hold on to another six months before I go out and get it. But yeah. it's... But no matter what, I still always want it. Like, I know it's going to be aren't, the same nonsense. all IT guys that way, though? Yeah. But, I mean... And that's the problem with technology in general is that, like, by the time you buy it, it's obsolete anyway. So there's always something, especially specifically with phones and computers. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's always the the best thing is literally always around the corner because there's always something better that can be added to whatever the current technology. And the fact that all this stuff, because obviously, heck, can attest to that. For like, you you deal a lot more specifically with computers and everything. Is that it's yeah they always there's always constant updates of like chipsets and memory sizes and all that stuff it's like that no matter what like so you have to you'll never be up to date no exactly even, even with like schooling for you guys right i mean it's sure. con- well yeah. since the technology is always changing always you changing. have to learn yeah. new yeah. stuff classes after class like right now my job they you know they give us courses but and it's like simple courses that we could take that'll put on our on our backgrounds you know and it's like Every month, it's like, oh, well, we got this now coming out, and it's like the update at point two, and it's like, so what's the difference? And you read on, and you're like, oh, so they did this. this it's this, a revolving that. door. Yeah, it's just, it's simple, but it is, it's, it's, I think it's a never ending. And it's always having to constantly contour, even if it's like minor changes, it's still something different you have to deal with, and it's, it's, even like just at work today, we had like the brand new update for electronic medical system. It's like functions the same, but like there's random like weird it's stuff's in random weird spots that you have to like figure out again. And right, so it throws you off. So it's like if you're always constantly striving for something new, you're gonna constantly be doing that anyway. So it's like it's exhausting. Too. Exactly. So exhausting. Well, I I was looking for a book here. Uh, I think it's called I Will. I've read this 
probably like four years ago by Ben Swineland or something like that. But it was funny where you're talking about this discontent. He wrote, he writes a chapter in there called Happy Discontent, and it always stuck with me. Um, and, I, and in fact, that's probably one of the only things that stuck with me out of that book. But this chapter called Happy Discontent, it's it kind of put it all together for me because for a dreamer like myself, people will kind of th- say, it's like, dude, you're always after something. You're always, co- you're constantly going for striving. And for me, as you guys know, what like my motto is become the best version of myself, become a better version. That's all that I'm doing. It's not that I'm not happy with what I have. It's what this guy, this author was saying, it's a happy discontent. I'm happy with what I have, but I'm discontent in a way that it feed, it, it, I'm hungry still. I'm hungry for more. And I feel like you have to have that, it's a healthy appetite to create a better reality for yourself. There's, there's also a difference between uh, wanting something that's going to help you or improve yourself for you and or wanting something that someone has just because they have it. Yeah. Well, uh, my, my daughter, for her birthday, she says, uh, I want an iPad. And we're like, well, Christmas just passed. All right, hold on. How old is your daughter? My daughter is 11. Okay. She just turned 11 on her birthday. All right, so we're talking about an 11-year-old here. An 11-year-old. They're so expensive she, now, man. She tells me she wants an iPad. So my wife and I look at each other. We're like, we just had Christmas. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> you want an iPad. And I'm like, you have an iPhone. Okay, so what 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 are you going to be doing on this iPad that's different from the iPhone? Well, so-and-so has one. Oh, so I'm like, oh, okay. So what we told her was, if you really want the iPad that bad, then, you know, save up your money to get it because it's it's an iPad is not the the price of a of a phone. So it's a little a lot more expensive actually. So the story was that she ended up not getting the iPad because she didn't want to save her money and get it on her own. She wanted mommy and daddy to get it for was her. Was this the so, same daughter that has her own money? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, from last episode. Yes. She has all the money she thinks. So we let her go. So that that was like a, a lesson learned. She's like, "Well, I'm not going to spend my money for something that I guess she thought that she deserved or mm. thought that, you know, because her friend got it, we were, the parents were supposed to get it for her. And then, so really she didn't want it. She only wanted it because someone else had it. And right. The, it's funny because I was actually talking to you about the, um, Jim Lee, but the other day about this, like, it's the, like, almost like the fear of missing out. It's, I mean, it goes, anybody who's a sneakerhead out there, um, my brother, uh, Goose, always shows me, like, this website or whatever, and it there's this, it's like an app, I believe it's an yeah. app, yep. that literally shows you re-releases of a show, but I know people who literally buy this re-release, they already have the other one, same colors as the previous one, but just because they switched it around, they, I think they might, you know, might, might be uh, signed by some, I don't know, they, they tweak them some, I know they, they do tweak them, so it is kind of, like, a little different, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but... Just to get it, just to have it, because they think they, I don't, I don't know. They'll never get that again. They think that it's... Yeah, it's the, yeah, the fear of missing out. The, the whole collecting thing is kind of like a weird, you know... I guess that goes along with, like, limited edition type stuff. Yes, there you go. I guess that's, that's, that basically caps. That's what these companies try to do. We're like, oh, we're only, like, producing certain amount of Rarity. Yeah, so people line up, try to get, oh, I got the only one. And then three months later, they do a re-release, and then it's out in general public, and everyone has them. (laughs) It's like a scam, kind of. Yeah. I know there's some yeah. sneakerhead out there. His head's about to explode yeah. on us right now. <laughs> We're like, I, you and don't I fell get for it. that trap. I have, <laughs> I have those sneakers. I was that dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about sneakers is, um, they, they, it's a style, right? I mean, it's a fad for some. Some yeah. some people say, you know, uh, if you're talking Jordans or something like that, that 
they never go out of style or whatever it is. Plus, there's there's this whole competitive component to it, right? It's like, oh, I have the ones that you know Kobe signed the box off, so now mine yeah, are more rare yeah. than yours, even though we both spent five hundred dollars for his shoe, yeah, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. kind of show off. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's I mean, one upper. Yeah, it's the one upper. They're not gonna make you run fast. Remember that? Uh, definitely Buy not. sneakers. Oh, my, my sneakers can run fast. What do you mean? <laughs> Yo, know, and to be honest with you, some of them aren't even that comfortable. Yeah. Like, well, I've heard I've that had, multiple times. I, I remember, I remember wow. really? being in high school, someone uh, someone I knew wanted, I guess they just had released the same thing, a uh, pair of Jordans or whatever. And at that time, I think we had team sneakers. But the, 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 the Jordans were worn for like a quarter because... He took them right off because they're killing his feet, and it was like yeah. it was not uh, clearly we're not you know playing like Jay, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it just I don't know if it's just like this mental thing. Like I remember as little kids, we thought it was hilarious. We get new sneakers, we're like oh these are gonna make me run fast, yeah, it's gonna yeah, make yeah. me jump higher. Yeah, but if you have a perfectly good pair of shoes and you go out, and this is this is not for uh, you know the sneakerhead. Thing I'm, I'm talking about actually using the shoes. If you have a perfectly, like you're on a basketball team, you have a perfectly good pair of shoes, nothing wrong with them, your ankle didn't roll in them, you have no excuse to get rid of them, and then you just go out and buy another pair because you think you need it. Not because it's, you know, some people say, well, you know, some people have it like that and they have, the, you know, the luxury to buy it. But I'm saying the fact that you actually think this is going to make you play better Perform and the reason better, why yeah. you're not dropping 30 is because you don't have this specific shoe so going going on what do you tell someone who who's constantly and i i use this word specifically envious of others and and constantly striving for something not that it's better than them it's just i think they believe it's better let's just make up a a, a person and let's just say you know Ray or John, whatever, says John's always going for this unrealistic thing based off of whatever what everyone else has. Not because that's his goals. What would you tell someone that's always going after something just because someone else has it and they think it's better because this person has it? Be you. Why follow someone else when you know you could be yourself? Like... Yeah. What 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 is the purpose? What are you trying to chase after this person? Why are you? What is it about this person that you want to be like? Do they? You think they really have like a better life? So I mean, you you would have to ask them what is the purpose that they're trying to be like this person? Could it be jelly? There might be a little jelly on them. Well, I say envious, and this is the reason why I said this. I said envious on purpose because it kind of goes back to the point where. Jealousy is almost like you're jealous because it's it's something you literally can't have. Envious is you're kind of, you know, you feel in some type of way, but you can actually have it yourself. So what I would say to someone is, how do you think that this person um, manifested that life that you want or those, those things um, that you want? And think about that. You have within you the ability to attain those same things. We're all built with certain components that activate, you know, the universe to whatever come together in some, you know, ridiculous, mysterious, you know, form to bring forth that of which we're, you know, wanting. And I just said all that just to say that you, you yourself can have the life you dream of without being so envious on other people because sometimes it might, the grass may 
probably say 1% may be greener. The problem is we're not putting into account all the components, right? We're looking at someone's life from the outside and making it this grand ordeal, and we don't even know the details of what they're actually going through, what's going on behind closed doors. They might be very good people, you know, very good at masking uh, their emotional state, and they're not presenting, you know, this high, low roller coaster of, man, who, who in the world would want that? That person's always ticked off. But someone who always has a smile behind their face or is presenting themselves. Um, you don't, we don't know the, all the details. That's why I always think it's so weird that you would want someone else's life. Yeah. Cause you don't know what somebody's gone through to get to there for the fact that whatever they did, they may have worked, you know, worked their tail off to get whatever it is. And that means they deserve what they got. Right. And if, if you're just, you know, slacking off or doing whatever is like, you may not necessarily deserve the same exact thing or whatever they have may not be actually for you. You just right. want it because, okay, somebody else has the same thing. Yeah. I just, I just, I've read a quote, uh, this morning it said sometimes closed doors is an answer um or is a blessing however you want to look at it sometimes i feel like we want stuff that's not even good for us anyway yeah you know what i mean and if i truly do believe in things happen for a reason and if i'm under that belief system right that things happen for a reason that there is a greater plan for everything we do and the people that we encounter why are we wanting or forcing our own will on something that's really not meant for us it, it doesn't have our name on it it's not for us it's like wanting some other kid's lunchbox because it's paw patrol um going down to my son's level here uh and and you know he has like a you know blues clues one and that's not that's out of style at you know this this year yeah, um, it's like all like the glitz and glamour you see like that beautiful thing you see that but you really don't know how hard it took that person to get that what you want or like or it could have been like a sentimental thing someone gave, like passed down. Like I know like people that hand down, like they have uh, Rolexes and it was because their dad gave it to them and it was like a sentimental value. And meanwhile, you got these guys trying to like buy their own and keep up with this dude. He didn't pay, he didn't pay, a, and he didn't pay a dime for it. Yeah. He's just, he, he's rocking it. Like, right. So you just never know how someone got that to that point or got that product, got that thing. Right, or like, or they can got it, you know, in a, a negative way, yeah. you know, like fast money or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's funny you just said that because it just made me think. You're talking about uh, athletes and celebrities, um, you know, having like all this like jewelry and all this stuff. And here you're telling me one of these guys, one of these famous football players, I think it is, who never even bought real jewelry. So if this huh. guy. Purposely, he purposely didn't buy real jewelry. It wasn't like he got scammed. Yeah. He didn't see the value in literally buying. Yeah, he said he said it from a, no one really got close to me or that close, but it, it looked the distance that you were as close to me looked the same thing as a real thing. Oh, like so no one's health. gonna pull that out of like your diamonds out of your ear and like put a magnifying yeah. to it, and say it's fake or whatever. And he said it was there was no difference, and no one quest, ever questioned me, and everyone just assumed that it was real. Well, that goes back to the gold house. Uh, yeah. From far away, it, it looks yeah, like gold yeah. house, but yep. it's a little golden house. Was. Yep, it looks good from a distance. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Because yeah. even even if let's just put it to the sense where you looked up that to this guy, like even just as a role model, you have a role model like that. You make everything so real, and you're just like, man, this guy's genuine. He, I want to live this authentic life that this guy's in and here he's doing that just to kind of sell himself or i don't know the specific reasons he's just kind of he wanted joey but he didn't want to pay full price or whatever the actual reason was because he's saying like you know he, i can get away with the fake but sometimes you do buy fake knockoff stuff and you just feel cheap yeah you know what i mean like, well, i well, think we've all been there too because you know yourself personally that what what the quality right. of it is yeah 
But I think I was going to say that what you're talking about, like celebrities and Twitter and Facebook and all stuff, kind of feeds into that too. It's like yeah. all the people who follow them, like, nope, everybody is so much more interconnected now than everywhere in the past, like 10, 15 years. That it's so easy, I guess, to gather up this like envious of you know celebrities and trying to keep up with that when you're nowhere near anywhere that level of, of even like monetarily or anything. I mean, that that just opened up a whole nother can of worms, dude. You know, you understand like social media itself is it just opened up a whole nother realm of fake lives and oh, yeah. just as yep. you know, just as made up fast fantastical i don't even know what the words you can come up with lives these people don't live but they're portraying because nowadays people you're just they're just grabbing stealing each other's photos and stuff grabbing saying you know i saw one guy who who got banned i believe okay so he was showing up like money like that he had money in his hands but the next picture was definitely like a different skin color but, all right so this isn't you so yeah. he was clearly taking other people's photos where in my mind, I'm like, what are what are are you trying to now put this view that your grass is that much greener? If life in itself is about you know the satisfaction that you know how, what we're getting out of it, and I'm not, I'm assuming that he gets something out of you know impressing people to that extent, right? Everyone does some level or some form of you know it just makes you feel good. You know, I got a new car. That's that's cool. That's fun. But when it gets to a level where you're not even, like, literally, that's not your money. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're just putting up this facade of, you know, trying to portray a certain image of, you know, yeah, I got all this money, but it's just it's just fake. Oh, absolutely. But it, it is, it's true, though, because uh, some, I actually saw a video of somebody get, getting called out on their, on their jewelry. But this was coming from a guy who was always showing off. Oh, whatever. And, you know, one of his, I guess, you know, neighborhood friends walks up to him like, yo, this chain's fake. Just grabbing on it, showing there's like a missing diamond on it. It was turning colors on his neck. Dude, it was, you kind of felt bad for the guy or whatever. But uh, at the same time, you're like, I, I don't know what you kind of really expected out of, if you're flaunting uh, fake jewelry or whatever it is, at one point, you almost kind of deserve to be, you know, get called out on, on to a certain extent. I don't know if, you know. I think that should have been something that you do between your boys. I don't think you had to record it, just kind of bust his chops or something. Yeah, but it's one thing if you're going to do that and then you're walking around like Mr. T with like a hundred like <laughs> big gold chains and you're like carrying this oh, big yeah. no, lot he, of money. He was, like obno- monthly, it was definitely like, obnoxious. It's like your weak pay or whatever. Like Some people just go beyond like over-exaggerate. With, it's just, uh, so, so when someone says the grass is greener, right, it... You, we make up this it is almost like the social media like on Instagram where you capture this small segment of life and then we blow it up into this bigger thing that it isn't there was a picture that cracked me up uh, this kid it looked like his hand was like on a steering wheel or whatever and he said I uh, got my new whip or whatever and then the second picture is like now nah, I'm just playing with you guys I'm still on the bus so when it zoomed out he was holding on to the seat the chair in front of him but it actually looked like a steering wheel oh wow dude the best part was he he sent out the original that picture with the, everything else cut off people were like congratulating him what did you get because it's if you actually look close at this it's clearly not a steering wheel but the image and the caption put together uh, it sold it, and yeah. you're like, "Wow, that's awesome!" This guy, because it's clearly like some like funky design, like on the couch part, or yeah, like on the I don't know the seat part of the the the, the bench. But and then there's this is just rounded handle where you hold on to if yeah. you're seated behind. 
It's like they say, like a, a, a picture. A picture says it has a million words. Like, yeah. oh yeah, whatever you see, you can you can say whatever it is, whatever you view it is. Right, it could be anything. Yeah, absolutely. I and just, I, I just saw a commercial the other day on TV. It was uh, this car pulls up in his driveway, and it's like this beautiful house in front of him. I'm like, oh look, he got this really nice looking house. And the car is nice going. Next thing you know, the people pull up and they pick up the house and throw the house in their trunk. So it looked like they pulled up to like this amazing looking house, but it was like a whole gimmick to sell. I don't know. I can't even recall yeah. what they were trying to sell, but it was just like they posted it. Like it looked really good how they did that. It's, uh, perspective. It gives you perspective. Yeah, they, I've, perspective. I've saw, I've saw, I saw that before with like a car where you thought the car was like, whoa, check out this like Mustang or whatever it was. It was like a hot rod. And you're like, man, that's awesome. This dude got it. And all of a sudden, you see the camera zoom out, and he picks up with his two little fingers and picks yeah. it up. And it's like, you know. It's a little matchbox for you. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's perspective. Some, so I guess part of the grass is greener thing is how people, you got to be careful on who you're watching, who you look up to, because sometimes they're portraying a fake green grass, so mm-hmm. to speak, and you're getting caught up in that, you know, you're being sold by this facade, right? And uh, I just think that's the main reason why we should live our own life. That's not to say we, you can't look up to somebody. That's get, having something just because someone else has it. Mm. Not to say that, okay, well, that's also the same car you wanted. But that person shouldn't be the reason why you're getting the car is what mm. I'm trying to say. Um, you should be able to build up your own reasons as to why you know, you're developing this life as, you know, or defining success however you want it. Not based off of, you know, oh, well, you know, my brother got that car, so now I got to get that car. Yeah, that's just, that's how you divide, like, a leader and a follower. Exactly. I mean, we we have, like, us growing up, we have, like, um, like, I, I know I personally did. Like, if one of my brothers had a cologne and I needed one, I wasn't going to go buy the same one they had. I had to buy something totally different, different. that they'd never had. Like, we don't want to all have the same stuff. Like, yeah. obviously, it's, I mean, whatever, we're all in the same house. But, like, it, it was just with anything. Like, he had a pair of sneakers. I don't want them same ones or them same color. Like, I want something totally different. And even though that me and Heck were 18 months apart. Thank grow, you. Growing up, we, <laughs> mom matched us with oh, yeah. everything. Same color tubes. They made us, like, look like twins. But, dude, I mean, that just goes into staying in your own lane, right? Like, dude, there's so much to do and accomplish in life. Why... There's a reason why we all have, and I'm not not to be all cliche and sound cheesy or whatever. Why we all have different fingerprints and whatever, but you truly are. You're 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 an individual. You should live life that way. You're unique in your own. You have different talents and abilities than anyone else has. Your only job really is to mine out all those talents as much as possible, polish them, become better every single day really shine in your own ability and then within your own lane so to speak within your own realm is really what i'm trying to say i guess that the 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 outgoing message here is the grass could be greener here's the thing who cares yeah. right it's not your life congratulate that person be excited for that person compliment that person encourage that person be inspired don't be envious get motivated don't be jealous if, right. the, if their grass yeah. is greener, ask them how they got their grass so green and, and try yeah. to ask for tips. Try to replicate. Exactly. Yeah. There's no reason to want specifically and exactly what that person has. Yeah. There's just no reason when you can manifest and have the stuff yourself. Exactly. All right. With that being said, I'm going to leave you guys with this quote to kind of wrap up this, this episode. Uh, this quote's by Robert Collier. Start where you are. Distant fields always look greener. But opportunity lies right where you are. Take advantage of every opportunity 
of service. And with that, that wraps up this episode of the Rotated Views podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.